what's up what's up i hope everybody had a good morning or good night wherever you were watching the qualifying for suzuka there was a lot to unpack i think um we're gonna keep it short it's a, another solo pod as always we apologize not coming out right after the race but you know we've been traveling a lot it's been a little tiring but we're here it's about uh 7 30 a.m our time so we get it out i think the rate i think qualifying finished around 4 30 so you know a little break and then we'll get it going but anyways yeah um max verstappen continues to be the best driver in the world uh literally by a tenth is by a hair um sorry it's not even a tenth it's a hundredth of a second um red bull i continue to say this since the news has been found out but very interesting to see what happens with their investigation um they've continued to be better and better than everybody else but you know, if it was an unfair advantage, then we'll see what the FIA does about it. We'll find out. But it doesn't take away from Max's greatness. He continues to beat Checo by quite a bit of distance. Um, what was it? Four tenths? Almost half a second? I think it was five tenths. Uh, like 4.8 tenths, if I believe correctly. And that's the same equipment, right? So it just shows you the gap between him and his teammate. Where you see Charles and Carlos was a lot closer. I question, and, and this is maybe... Um, hypocritical is Red Bull's, Red Bull's car actually the best because Checo can't beat the Ferrari guys consistently but Max can and that's something you have to continue asking yourself is is the Red Bull car actually the best or is it just heads and tails or whatever the saying is ahead of Ferrari if Max Verstappen is driving it because Max Verstappen continues to make the Ferrari guys look bad um, when he's on, when it's on race day, I will caution this Red Bull probably doesn't care about qualifying as much because Max has shown the ability to fight through a grid. Um, he's also shown the ability to come from 13th or whatever it is all the way to a win. And today he can secure his championship with fastest lap and, um, a win. So I don't know if they care as much about qualifying because you know, it's the inevitable. Maybe they want to just secure in Suzuka because of the Honda ties, Obviously, there's a lot going around about Honda continuing with F1. There's a lot of rumors. We won't get into that on this podcast. But winning the World Championship in Japan with Honda would be incredible. So you kind of got to look at that as well and see, hey, did Red Bull sacrifice a little bit of qualifying for tomorrow for race pace like they did, I think it was two weeks, uh, three races ago. Another thing we can always talk about is... It's supposed to rain tomorrow, from my understanding. I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But um, it is supposed to rain tomorrow. So, you know, people might have different setups as well today, which has to obviously play a factor when you are looking at your qualifying setup compared to your race setup. Because, you know, Mercedes per se. Lewis obviously came out and said that the car is really draggy. I don't think anybody doubts that. We know Mercedes has struggled with straight line speed the whole year. Also, too, their setup may be different to get more heat to the tires for raining rather than today's setup. So we'll see what happens. Maybe they had higher tire deck. Who knows? Um, maybe the heat was a little bit too much. I don't know. Not speculating anything along those na- along that nature. Just saying setups change because they're supposed to. They're predicting for rain tomorrow, which is going to be very interesting. It'll make another fun race, another Singapore. Because when you get off Suzuka, you're completely off the track. Suzuka seems to be everybody's favorite track, which is incredible. It's a lot of fun. 
I myself don't like Suzuka. Um, racing on it. Don't know why, but glad everybody's having fun here. Shout out to Sebastian. It's his last year racing. And, you know, Suzuka's one of his favorite tracks. He said he'd come back just for Suzuka. If I believe it was him, I'm 99% sure it was him. He would come back. So he got into Q3. Shout out to him. I think Suzuka shows your true ability as a driver because it's so technical. And there's so many different ways to go about this track. And it kind of shows a little bit of everything. So it showed that, you know, some of the best drivers showed out really well. So theoretically, Lando had a really good showing up until Q3. Even Daddy drove pretty well. Um, you know, Lewis, Lewis beat George. And Max beat Checo. Charles beat Carlos. Things seem pretty normal. One thing I will caution about Mercedes is Mercedes tends to be, you know, a team that everybody expects to have really good results or expects greatness out of, right? And I'm in that boat as well. I'm not saying I'm not in that boat, but it's very, very interesting to see Mercedes not actually get a win this year. And I don't think they will. Because I don't expect them to get a win in Brazil. We know how fast that circuit is. I definitely don't expect them to get a win in Abu Dhabi. Um, I don't know what else we have left. I know we have Mexico left too and Austin. I don't really expect them to get a win in either of those ones too. So, yeah, I think that is, that is the racetrack. It's obviously Japan, Austin, Texas, which is Kota, Mexico. Then we got Brazil and then we got Abu Dhabi, I believe. I don't think we're doing Qatar this year. Yeah, we're not doing Qatar this year. So I don't see them going to win at any of those tracks. We'll, we'll see what happens with the whole Red Bull FIA investigation because of the expenditure. It, it, it sucks. I mean, you, you had this great legacy franchise or, you know, team, and they can't get a single win this year. And, you know, it is what it is. Like, I'm not blaming anybody. There's no excuses. It sucks. Ferrari... Like I said earlier, do they have the best car on the track? Maybe because both Carlos and Charles can compete with Max to a degree, but they both beat Checo. So it's either Checo's really bad, which I don't think is true at all. I think Checo is good and he deserves his flowers. Or Max is just that much better and a red, uh, makes the car that much better, which I'm going with the latter rather than the former. But... Carlos has continued to catch up to Charles all year, and I think he's finally there. Maybe it's true about his comments that he wasn't comfortable in the car. So we'll see how Carlos continues to look into next year if he's as close to Charles because he's continuing to, you know, right be right on Charles' Charles's nose or hip, whatever you want to call it. Charles is obviously the better driver in my opinion, but I expect Red Bull to really fly away for the first maybe 10 or 12 laps. There's going to be a safety car. Um, then the Ferraris are going to be fighting two to one. Technically, I don't think I, I don't expect Checo to keep up with them. And my winner tomorrow is I got Charles Leclerc. I, I don't think Max is going to secure the championship. I got Charles Leclerc. I think stuff is going to happen. Safety cars. It is a track where, where you go off, you go off. Um, I also have George finishing the top five. I feel like George is going to find his way up there because things happen. So that is my prediction for tomorrow. Um, We'll do a little bit more house cleaning before we go or housekeeping, whatever the saying is. Shout out to Mick. He beat Magnuson. Obviously, he didn't look good in Q2, but he beat Magnuson. So hopefully he can secure his seat. Big news is Pierre Gasly to Alpine or Alpine, whatever you call it. 
I don't love the move for Pierre, but I like it and I understand it. He wants to leave Red Bull. He finally gets his wishes. Alpine will always be a middling team. It's going to be four or five. It will never really pass number three, in my opinion. And I expect McLaren to beat them once McLaren gets all all of the you know wind tunnels and all that stuff. So, I mean, the big thing is he gets to race for his country. Um, you're racing for France, right? You're racing for under the French flag with Alpine. Him and Ocon have been friends from what I saw on some social media posts since they're young. You have two French drivers racing on French teams. So, you know, that's going to be exciting for him. At least he'll be able to compete. I think Alpine is a better team than AlphaTauri. Last year, it was kind of questionable. They were kind of on the same level, but Alpine was better. Uh, but this year and in this new era, it's undisputable that Alpine is, I want to say, the fourth best car on the grid in terms of peer uh, racing ability. Obviously, they've had, you know, reliability issues, stuff like that. But in terms of its quickness, its pace, Alpine's number four, sometimes number three over Mercedes on a track, a track like this. But exciting for Pierre. We'll see what he can do. Be careful what you wish for. Being under AlphaTauri allows you to kind of still have that development driver, you know. And then, you know, maybe if Lewis retired, he goes to Mercedes. Um, I liked him at McLaren. This can either make or break Pierre that elevates him to the top team or drops him into that I'm a mid-tier driver forever. So we'll see what happens on that. Um, I think it was announced. I don't know if I got memed on YouTube that Nick DeVries will get the AlphaTauri seat. Uh, I was message, messaging Kurt earlier in the day is that I think that Nick will replace Checo when his contract runs up because I think Nick is a very good driver. Um, you know, I, I didn't believe in him that much before. I'm like, he's 27. He's probably really good, but is he a generational talent? But I think he'll make a really good number two. So I think Red Bull gives him two years to get ready in AlphaTauri, and then he takes over uh, Checo seat in AlphaTauri uh, Alpha um, in the main seat at Red Bull. Now, can things change? 100%. But they're kind of prophesizing that. I don't think they really believed Yuki will ever be a number one driver on Red Bull because of his temperament, as we saw today, him screaming at his drivers. But I do believe that they think that Nick DeVries has the ability, temperament. He's been around a championship team in Mercedes. He's learned from Lewis. He's learned from Toto. So I do believe that that might be something they're foreseeing. Who knows? Maybe Colton Herta gets a seat. Uh, maybe they're grooming on someone else, but I do think that is a possibility in 2024. Congratulations to Nick. Well-deserved. He belongs on the grid. Um, like I said, I'm so happy Latifi's not on the grid. Hopefully Mick gets a grid seat. Shout out to Vettel. Um, shout out to the Alpines. I had a really good showing today. We'll see what happens tomorrow, but we gone. Peace. Peace.